Hello again, everybody. Uh, this is another episode of Ask Dr. Rakov. I'm Dr. Shama Rakov, the head of the Center for Men's and Women's Urology in Portland, Oregon. And um, I want to thank everybody again. I, I'm really surprised at the interest that these segments have, uh, have had on some people and the good questions that we're getting. So let me go ahead and jump right to a question uh, I've got it on my phone here. I am a 33-year-old woman, and lately I've been having the occasional accident. Pee will come out at weird times, like when I'm laughing or sometimes crying. Is there anything I can do about this at home on my own, or should I see a specialist? Now, this is an incredibly important question. I don't know that people recognize just how common this sort of problem is. One of the issues that we've had to contend with over the years when dealing with any sort of bladder health problems is the mistaken notion that only elderly people have these sorts of problems. And it's extremely sad when you see younger individuals who have bladder-related problems. And, and sometimes it creates a tremendous amount of isolation. Sometimes it's just uh, a matter of depression and trying to prevent themselves from getting involved in relationships. But what it is is very prevalent. Uh, and what we hope is that the information continues to get disseminated so that we can uh, once and for all get these problems addressed and that we can uh, allow the quality of life that really gets impacted by this to be improved. Having said that, um, I'm going to give a relatively short answer, and I promise in the future, uh, and in future episodes, I'm going to spend a little bit more time, actually a lot more time, trying to explain this. There is um, a difference in the sort of bladder control problems that we see in children, that we see in teenagers and young adults, uh, and that we begin to see in individuals as they start to get to their midlife and in individuals as they start to become senior citizens. The bladder is an incredibly complex organ. It is um, controlled by the brain. It's controlled by all levels of the spine. It has to have proper input from hormones and blood vessels. So it's not just a bladder, it's, wow, what a complicated organ. The problem that we have with the bladder, though, is for com as complex an organ as it is, its, uh, its way of communicating with us is really quite simple. So if an individual has, for instance, recurring problems with urine control, it really doesn't the description and what an individual feels is really not much different if they have a minor problem like an infection or if they have a major problem such as seriously as a tumor. So that becomes our problem that the symptoms are very simple uh, but the origin is very complex. Having said that, there are gross categories that we try to place uh, incontinence urinary control problems into. One, are those that we refer to as stress incontinence, and the others are those that are roughly referred to as the overactive bladder. In terms of description, the stress incontinence typically involves leakage associated with, with physical exertion, so coughing or laughing or sneezing, bending over to pick up something. Overactive bladder is more of an uh, irritation and nerve-related problem. Uh, oftentimes, the description is uh, you get the urge to go and you just can't make it. Years ago, they were the gotta go, gotta go commercials. But typically, you get an urge, and between the time you get the urge to the time there's leakage, you simply can't make it to the toilet. The manifestations of stress incontinence and overactive bladder are the same in that at the end, it's loss of control of urine, 
but the reasons for them are very different, the treatments are very different. A young woman, a 33-year-old woman who has a sort of leaking that this question uh, seems to suggest, unfortunately can be either one of them. There can be, a, there's something that we know with children we refer to as giggle incontinence where the giggling sets off a spasm in the bladder and the little girls typically will cross their legs. So when we hear of um, leaking when we cry or when we laugh, we ask ourselves, is it just urine, just muscle weakness or is it that it's setting off a wrong nerve pattern? One thing I can say um, is right off the bat, in a young woman, physical therapy is essential for either problem. So if I had to say, what should you do initially? Before you go see a specialist, I would say, see if you can get on the internet, read up on pelvic floor exercises, read up on Kegel, K-E-G-E-L exercises, and go on to um, YouTube and find some videos for the proper way of doing them. The muscles around the bladder are very, very complex. They're not easy to find or not easy to control. But at least 20 to 30% of all women who have any form of urinary incontinence can gain some improvement by properly learning how to control those muscles. And the control of the muscles, if the problem is a muscle weakness so that when you cough or laugh, the muscles cannot withhold the urine, then strengthening those muscles are are important. If the problem is a nerve-related problem, then sometimes be able to suppress the leaking before it occurs with the contraction is important. More complicated things that uh, we'll discuss in further sessions include what we refer to as dysfunctional voiding, whereby there is a lack of synergy between the bladder and the muscles around the bladder, and physical therapy can help try to create a more of a synergy um, with the whole uh, cycle. So I think that's a long way to answer your questions. I th think if, um, the best thing to do initially is just learn about Kegel exercise, pelvic floor exercises. If you doing it yourself is not helping at all, then absolutely you should go to a specialist. And the specialist, as I've said on previous things, has to be someone who is trained and certified in female pelvic medicine and reconstructive surgery. In the future, I promise I will discuss all of the things that I just mentioned all in, in individual segments. So we'll talk about stress incontinence separately. We'll talk about overactive bladder separately. We'll talk about dysfunctional voiding separately. I'll talk about the impact of weight gain and childbirth on potential problems with urine control. But there's a lot of stuff to be handled. I promise every week we'll add to the, to the knowledge base. And thank you for the question.